you know, if you remember, oh. <laughs> not so much as not so much as last week, but the week before, um, there was a lot of people in the community who were frustrated with urine winning so much, um, and so they they withdrew. I think the idea was like withdrawing enough to keep their deposits like less than fifty percent of the total prize pool. Uh, so they did that like altruistically then. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's good. Yeah. Uh, good for good for those guys to do that. They didn't have to do that. No, no, definitely not. I mean, you know, the the thing is, and this is why this this is why this phase two uh, is so important uh, of of um, improving kind of the core the core of pool together because ultimately we need we need to have a system where big depositors are not at odds with little depositors, right? Because we want we want big depositors. Big depositors create large prizes. That's great. But also, you know, if it gets to a place where only big depositors ever win, then that's a huge problem. And so um, that's that's why, you know, these changes that we're making, the phase one changes are going to help. But that's why we ultimately need need this phase two to really improve our mechanics and make it so that these things work better together. Um, sounds like someone's someone's got some white noise. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good they're giving the protocol some breathing room just to you know try and move things about a bit and uh, you know try and make the the the, uh, the win ends a bit fairer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they hadn't if they hadn't won if they hadn't removed that eleven million dollars this week, then the chances of that that one hundred and one dollar person would have won would would have been way way lower. So. Can you no longer look at uh, the person who won, like actually look at them on Etherscan? So you can, well, you can't, there's not a button for it anymore, which Chuck, um, that might be a piece of feedback. I've actually noticed the same thing, but that. what was that? Uh, there's not a button on the player's page to view on Etherscan. Um, okay, cool. Which, but you can just, you can copy their address that's in the URL and put it into, so I'll post it right now. In general, this is the person who won. Oh, it looks like Chris already posted. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah, so I pulled that because, um, like, which one do you want? Do you want to see the Polygon Flock Explorer, or do you want to see Etherscan? You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of generic, just the player's address. So maybe we have links to both or something. Oh, you're saying if if they're in both? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you could either do links to both, or you could, I don't know, even maybe, yeah, I don't know, there's probably a few different ways, but, I mean, it's a, it's a small thing. Overall, it's a small thing. Um, okay, well, anyways, I think that, that definitely concludes our formal announcements, so let's just open it up. Does anyone have any other questions, comments, um, things they want to talk about? Hey, Chris and uh, Chris K and I figured out that it was canny.io for users for the upvote thing. Yeah. Okay. It, it looks good to me, but um, it's kind of expensive. It's $50 a month or $200 a month, depending on how many users. Well, probably worth it, though. It's a really awesome feature set. 
Hit me, hit me, hit, hit me up, Torgan. I'll pay for it. I'll <laughs> um, I don't mind. Um, I wanted to answer this question for Lonsner. When is the current USDT drip ending, and what is the plan after that? So the USDT drip currently is scheduled to end. Uh, I think it's like six days from today. Um, what? But but we still have a bunch. We still have a pretty good amount of Matic tokens from from the original um, distribution that Polygon gave us. So I think we still have like forty thousand. So we can definitely still extend it. But the current idea is to actually um, what Chuck's been working on this week actually is to um, pilot on Matic. And I'd be this is something I'd be definitely interested in getting people's thoughts on. But is to um, Pilot on Matic moving the moving the instead once the reward once the current rewards end in like seven days, just let them end and then move the rewards to sponsoring the USDT pool on Polygon. Um, because you know we've talked a ton about doing that, but doing it on Ethereum mainnet is quite a bit of work and a huge change. And so I think it could make sense to pilot it on Polygon and just see how it works. Um, and so, yeah, I'd be curious what people think about that idea. PT Inc. controls that pool, right? Governance does not control it. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's another reason why it's like a nice one to pilot it on is because like technically the, the pool on Polygon is technically controlled by like a multi-sig with pooled together Inc. employees. And so, you know, if we, if we had to do it on Ethereum, we would have to do the whole voting process and do, it would take weeks. But we can um, really simply do it and test it out um, on Polygon. And you're saying you're going to use the Matic that we have as the drip? Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm for that. That sounds like a good uh, experiment. I think that's a great idea. Use Polygon as a playground. Nice and cheap. Yeah. And if we get the pod, we have the pod there, so if we have pods and we do that, it would be really interesting to see what the dynamic is. You know, would, would net deposits increase or would they decrease? how much moves over, how much stays, like all those things. And if it works really well, we could do it on Ethereum mainnet. And if it doesn't, then like we haven't wasted a ton of time and energy. Well, would the rate be, would that, would that be a similar rate as to right now? Yeah, yeah it would be, keep that the same, which I think is a pretty important to keep it the same so that you're not changing too many variables all at once. Um, How long would that uh, last with our current supply? Uh, I mean, technically, it could last as long as. Um, give me one second. I'll I'll look up what we have here. I mean, ultimately, we could you know we could sort of decide what we want, but I think we have. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to see at, at least forty days, at least forty okay. days. Did you guys actually end up uh, yield farming with that? Yeah, that's why I'm actually that's why I'm that's actually why I'm having a hard time seeing because it's like it's all this recursive leverage. So we've gotten about an extra three hundred and thirty matic from from the yield farming. Um, so that's a nice little bonus. And then, um, and then obviously the protocol is still accruing matic every day because. 
there is the Nautic rewards are a lot lower than used to be, but they are still there. Um, so yeah, we have we have at least forty thousand more Matic tokens. So at a thousand a day, we could run for a minimum of forty days. But I think we probably we have between forty and fifty thousand Matic tokens. You probably want to stop recursively borrowing Matic on Ave. By the way, it's not worth it anymore. Uh, it says my net APY is four point six nine percent. Yeah, but it would be higher if you just lent Matic. I think. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'll do that. I mean, it's it's not a big difference, but I mean, so. four point yeah, I mean, four point six nine percent really. It, like you know, it doesn't. It's not. It's not really earning that much, anyways. You would be getting four point eight percent if you didn't do it recursively. <laughs> Market efficiency. It makes sense those numbers are at parity because people just game them or or not game them, but just use them until they are. Be market economics, you. Yep. Um, okay, so anyone else have thoughts on that idea, piloting that? Sounds like generally positive. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and I guess with the rewards page, we kind of have a place to put the UI for sponsorship as well. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's what, and that's what Chuck's been working on this week is like, or Chuck, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's uh, it's kind of funny. We do we definitely have like a lot of different places where you can deposit and withdraw depending on context. Uh, like if you're trying to do tickets, it's completely different than sponsorship and such. Um, so we are trying to put sponsorship in its own place um, on the rewards page uh, because yeah, it's not the same as tickets at all because there's no exit fees and. Um, Things like that. We're also all over the app. We're also trying to find places where people might be, you know, like if you see that you were getting rewards before and now you're not, you might go to withdraw. So on the withdraw screen, we're saying like, oh, hey, you, you might want to deposit in sponsorship if you want to just get the rewards. Um, so just trying to make a really good experience so people understand why the APR has been moved. Um, yeah, so that should be up in the next few days. Yeah, I think, I think... Go ahead. Uh, just, if there's any suggestions, let us know. What are you going to say, Lane? Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I think what Chuck was mentioning is the biggest thing is like, it's one the it's one thing to put the UI for the for the sponsorship rewards on the on the rewards page. That's that's easy. But what Chuck's been working on, and I think, is really important, is like we need to make sure people understand that, so that way they don't just see like, oh, there's no more rewards, and then just leave. But they actually see like, oh, there's no more rewards, but I can actually get rewards if I want to sponsor, and but I won't be able to win. And that that will really give us the data we need. And like, how many people are interested in the prizes, and how many people are interested in just just the APR? And from there, we can even, you know, we could even tweak it. We could even do something where it's like, oh, let's put like 100 Matic per day on deposits and 900 on sponsorship and see how that goes. And um, what, figure out what, what, what combination creates the most optimum outcome in terms of driving the biggest prizes, best odds, and um, most amount of uh, deposits.
So sorry if I missed this. So are, are you saying you'd be able to deposit uh, into sponsorship through the regular pool page or through the rewards page? It would be through the rewards page. Yeah. So there'd be like an, another section there where it'd be like sponsor a prize pool and earn rewards. Okay. That was, was sort thinking, of. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just thinking, like when you go to the the USDT pool, you click on it, and there's the deposit button. Uh, I was thinking it would be like deposit, and then another button that says deposit in the sponsorship. Uh, but I I can see why you'd want to keep that separate. So. Yeah, keep, hopefully keeping like the normal deposit just really simple and not confuse people, and then have the rewards sort of the place where it's like oh. It's not a deposit, you're earning rewards, but you're contributing value to the protocol in other ways. Well, let's make sure we celebrate this um, 101 dollar uh, deposit that won. I mean, I, I, I think, I feel like, you know, obviously like when the large depositors win, everyone talks about that, but like, it's way better to talk about when the when the small depositors win. Do they make it to smallfish dot win? What uh, they def? I mean, they're definitely going to. I don't know. Does that? Oh yeah, audit? second. It's actually the second. Uh, uh, oh, it is highest smallfish. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Number two, the only one that beats it is the seventy-three die uh, winner with forty k. I'm excited for. Um... For the design refresh on smallfish.win that Pedro's working on, from what I've heard. No alpha leak yet? I don't think so. It'd be nice to have like a nice, I'm trying to think like what's the best thing on Twitter to share? Like it's not like the screenshot of just the prize page isn't really that compelling. But there, there used to be a bot that like, posts with a nice animation right is that still a thing yeah who um that is still a thing who makes that it's actually not a bot though like they actually manually make it every week i can't remember who does that does anyone remember yeah i talked to him on twitter um uh, it is just a guy i can't i'll have to find his name i can't remember off the top of my head yeah, Chris, Chris, you tweet about the winner, and um, I can retweet it from the Pool Together account. Um, awesome. All right, well, any other uh, questions, comments people want to talk yeah, about had, right now? Yeah, I had, like, a, I don't know, topic of conversation or whatever, like, I, I like the uh, I like the uh, proposals that advocate for um, like spreading the comp and stuff. Uh, I guess just what's like the general thought on like if one of those protocols pulls out eleven million dollars, and like right now we have the reserve rate at, from what I understand relatively high at fifty percent. Like, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we almost for long term sustainability of the app? Wouldn't we prefer them to be in there at eleven million dollars? Because, I mean, from my standpoint, I don't have a lot of tickets, right? So right. my odds didn't decrease that much. Yeah, so so, so a, 
uh, I'll, I'll give a couple things, and then I would love to hear other people's thoughts. First off, like when like they when you're into when you're in removed eleven million dollars um, this week, I, uh, since they've removed eleven million dollars on Sunday, like an additional like five million dollars has been added. Because what happens is when they remove, that moves the interest rate higher. So then other people come in, and it's not exactly one to one, but it does. It's not like it's not like the prize pool is eleven million dollars and it, smaller than it was last week. It's actually not, um, because other people have come and taken that space up. Um, and so I, I would I would say from you're I would basically say you're like you're one hundred percent correct. Like having large depositors is good, and it's what we want. I think the the pro the issue with Yearn. I think is a little bit more on the optics of like once one depositor has more than 50% of all deposits, then it sort of gets to this place where it's like, yeah, sure. Mathematically you can look at it and the justice is good, <laughs> but actually particularly with urine also, cause they were, they're selling all the pool they acquire. So they're, they're really just short term aligned. They're not long term aligned. I think that's the other compounding factor with urine. Um, I think that's where it was an issue of like, if they have more than 50% of all the deposits and they're simply selling all the pool they get, they don't even really care about the prizes. That was, I think, what it was more about. But long-term, yes, we absolutely want large, you know, we want to have billions of dollars in the pool. And if we're going to have billions of dollars, that probably means we're going to have like one person who has 100 million, you know? So anyways, that's my quick thoughts on it, but would love other people to give their feedback. Yeah, I think I agree. It's we definitely want big depositors, um, and it's just a question of does it give a bad image, or do people get the feeling that there's no way that they can win? Which I I really think is not the case, but I can understand why people feel that way. Um, so yeah, I think this. Um, yeah, ba basically, we we need to figure out how to solve that problem. I think the two main approaches that we've seen so far is increase the number of winners or um, move more to sponsorship. And I think those are both interesting ideas. And then once once we've successfully implemented those, then we can basically, like that, then there's no downside at all to urine being in it. And then it's just a positive. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, maybe I missed it earlier, but the details of the sponsorship thing. So, so do you want to elaborate on that? Like, I think what you're suggesting is that Yearn can deposit as a sponsor and earn yield. Yeah. So, so basically, the pool drip that um, you get just for depositing right now, that could be moved to sponsorship instead of to tickets, um, and then people would have an incentive to sponsor. But sponsors can't win. So then, for example, we could have $20 million from Yearn um, in sponsorship that make the prize bigger, but they don't have a chance to win. So then there's going to be a lot of smaller players that win a huge prize, um, and Yearn is just getting the, the pool tokens, which is the main thing that they care about anyway. They don't actually care about winning the prize as much. They just care about the, the average APR that they get in total. Were we able to, did anybody do the math to see if the the yield was higher than the amount that they were making in prizes? Maybe it's obvious math, but to me... It yeah, it, it is. Because the, the average of the prizes should be about what you get 
on compound, which is okay. Uh, okay. less than the pool drip. But and then also there's the fifty percent reserve rate, so the prize is actually only half of what you get on compound. So the the pool drip is actually a very significant part of the entire APR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's the main thing is like they for yearn they don't like it's nice for them to win the prize, but they actually don't care. Like they they would be in they would be in it whether or not they could win the prize because they're primarily there to farm pool, <clears throat> and so it's sort of suboptimal if the people who don't actually care about winning the prizes are most likely to win the prizes and the people who primarily only care about the prizes, which is like small depositors, um, are the ones who have the lowest chance. Well, I think that's great then if, if, the, if you can give them the opportunity to do sponsorship. What, what about the other people that are in the sponsorship pool that are not desiring of pool right now, you know? The people... Um, Right now, like who's in there now? Yeah, I think there's. I don't remember yeah. who the sponsors for the pool are, but I think originally, like, wasn't Coinbase a sponsor for USDC? Yeah, they still they still are. Like, Gemini is a sponsor for JUSD, Coinbase for USDC. Um, you know, some some of the investors in Pool Together Inc. are sponsors. So the thing, the right now, like, there's people who do it, but it's pretty minimal because it's not. There's no economic incentive. It's purely like, oh. For Gemini, it's like, hey, we want people to use GUSD, so like, let's put some sponsorship and pool together to make it more enticing. Um, so that's like helpful for sure, but it's a pretty limited market of people who are willing to do that. Yeah, all I'm saying is like, what happens with their sponsorship money as it is now and the drip, right? Unless you make like two different kinds of people that go in the sponsorship, right? So if Yearn were to be a new sponsor that was also getting the pool together drip. And those pool tokens would be go, yeah. You would you would have to activate pool tokens that go to urine, right? And then, what about the Coinbase sponsorship that sits there? Does that collect pool tokens as well? Yeah, that they would that would collect pool tokens as well. I mean, those those pool tokens would probably effectively sort of just be burned because I don't think, I don't think Coinbase would be claiming them, but it would uh, it would apply to all sponsors. Yeah. Okay. So that's why going back on the sponsorship, that will be a really cool thing to test on Polygon in a simple way that we can move fast on and, and see how well that works. Do you know who manages the Coinbase uh, sponsorship money? Because they could delegate those votes to some of the active members here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think it's worth the work for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> you could email them. <laughs> you could always ask. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I'd rather just not tell, not remind them that they have it there, so that they don't take it out or dump it. Yeah. <laughs> just dump it on market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for the thoughts, guys. Yeah, I think it's it was very interesting when I started seeing that Yearn was winning. But like I said, and once you've been in the pools long enough, you start to understand that the odds are, you know. So it's just you just make the most of it. But. Um, I have a question. How long do we plan to incentivize the, uh, you know, the flagship pools uh, with APR? Is that going to go, you know, indefinitely until governance decides? Okay, we need to rein this back a bit. I mean, I I definitely would be curious on other people's thoughts. I personally would see it going for years. 
I think like at a at a quick at a diminishing rate. Like you know, we cut it fifty percent about four weeks ago, and I would like to see like the next cut to get it to a rate where it's like okay, we feel good about like running this for like a couple years. Um, you know, I, I like I like the co- the compound model. You know, they're doing twenty three hundred pool per day in emissions, and they have that set to go for like five years. And at the end of five years, all their pool or all their comp will be distributed. I don't. I'm not think we should do exactly that, but I do think like putting it at a rate where where we can comfortably sustain it for you know two years. I think it's like to me. I think it's pretty good. But curious what other people think. I think that's exactly what we need to do. Figure figure out the right rate that makes sense for a two to three year timeline. Um, and then we're going to have to take into consideration, you know, all the comp and whatnot that gets issued as well, because it's effectively two governance tokens that you're issuing. Yeah, maybe, maybe it sounds like a piece of work that someone in the community needs to do. Maybe sharing notes would be interested in that. So um, I know there's June analytics and stuff, but it would be nice to see what our um, daily burn off pool is. Or it's not burn per se, but, you know, it's... Uh, the pool that is spent from the treasury to incentivize the uh, the flagship pools and stuff. It'd be nice to see that just so, you know, governance has that on uh, a back of mind and uh, prepared to take action when we need to, to bring it in. I know that's probably going to be, you know, a year, two years from now, but it should, it should be uh, front and center, I think, so, uh, for governance. So actually, I think the rates we have right now are only set for 12 weeks or so, and then we actually have to decide to uh, extend them. They're not automatically yes. extended. Right, okay. So yeah, so every 12 weeks we kind of you know, uh, take the pulse of where we're at and decide what the best rates are going forward. That sounds like a good model, to be honest. And I, well, I think, there's a, uh, I think there's a balance with the reserve rate too, because once we start to lower the reserve rate, the prize pool will go up and attract more people. And so like, um then you can lower the apr on the on the pool drip but it's right now because right when we turned the 50 percent reserve rate the prize pools went from a hundred thousand dollars right so yeah i mean the main the main issue right now with prize sizes is not it's it's actually because of um interest rates are way down like the usdc prize pool is actually bigger than it's ever been um it's not the fifty percent. It's because the yield on USDC over the past two months has gone from like ten percent to like three percent. So that's why prizes are a lot smaller than they used to be. Um, I think okay, it's okay. The, I missed that. Sorry. Yeah, I think as the DeFi market matures, that rate's going to stick around. I don't lower, think the, the lower rate. Yeah, I don't think the ten percent is sustainable long term. Personally. Yeah, not long term. I mean, I do think, um, you know, as we work on like more yield source integrations, like I think we can definitely do better than what we're doing right now pretty easily, at least for the next like year or so. Um, but yeah, long, long term and the really long term, like five years. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll all be about the same. When you say like different yield source integrations, are you thinking about creating like a composite yield source? That like governance could vote on, sort of. So you know, there's a lot of yield sources out there. So what what we're doing is, we talked about this in the community call, is making the yield source swappable, meaning governance can vote to change the yield source for a pool. So it could be like, oh, this pool is using yearn, 
but governance could vote and say like, oh, let's use this new yield source that gets higher yield. Um, we definitely don't want to build our own yield source because that's basically everyone in DeFi is building a yield source. <laughs> like that's almost what every DeFi protocol is doing. And no DeFi protocol is really doing what we're doing, which is like building a no loss gamification layer on top of yield sources that can integrate with any yield source. And so it's like so much better to do it the way we're doing it because you don't compete with yield sources. You just integrate with them. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's, so, you know, us integrating with more yield sources is a, is a really important aspect. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that makes total sense. I, I think it was Tuna that uh, brought it up. With that yield source swapping, would you be able to split it into multiple yield sources? Yeah, you would. You'd be able to do anything, really. I mean, you would have to, if you wanted to split it, you'd have to build like another layer on top so that would get like, that would be just be like an extra layer of complication. But technically, there's no reason you couldn't do it. Well, yeah, you, that's what I was saying. But I think what you were alluding to is that Yearn's already doing that for you. So, like, exactly, you, you might as well just use all the other people that are spending all their brain power on maximizing yield source, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we can focus on what we do best, which is like aggregating and distributing the yield in the most engaging way possible. And the Yearn yield source is going to be audited pretty soon, right? Yeah, it, it was audited. It was part of that audit last week. And so there's some mitigations being done. There's no, there no major issues with it. And so, yeah, I mean, I would say next week we're probably ready. Um, the, only, the only hiccup that's kind of annoying is Yearn's actually rolling out a new version of their vault. But it should have the exact same interface, so it shouldn't, it shouldn't impact anything. But we might want to wait until that's rolled out, which might be another week or two. Just because of, um, yeah, yeah, just for simplicity. Yeah, sounds good. Running back to the RFPs, do we want to elicit developers to integrate different yield sources? And now on the uh, on the Twitter machine, Layton posted something asking for a wish list for V4, and uh, Rich had I don't know twenty different possible yield sources on there. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always, I always like having more yield sources. Um, we do have a good amount now. We have Ave, Compound, Cream, Fuse, Yearn, Xsushi, Badger, uh, and that, that's it. So we do have a lot, um, but I mean, more, I do, yeah, I do think more is always better. Yeah, I think one problem with the yield sources is that it is critical code. So, Right. You have to make sure that there's no bugs. So you would want to have an experienced developer and then an audit on top of that. So that just always makes it difficult to find someone that actually has the skill to build it, plus then it's expensive to audit. So you only want to really make one if you're actually going to use it. Has there has there been any discussion in the last few weeks about like um, the topic of donating to charity that was brought up a long time ago? Uh, we well we've been talking about it because the <laughs> another thing that's been worked on that's also uh, being final in the kind of the final audit is um, prize splits, basically introducing the ability for people to redirect a portion of interest from prize pools to anything they want. And so that will really enable that um, 
that uh, that use case, that charity use case? Is that something that we could talk to like endowment about and see if they could set something up that we could throw money into? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that the question is like. Um. Yeah, we, I mean, we could definitely do that. I think the question is, do we want to do it? Do we, there's two ways to do it, right? Like we can set it up so people can create their own new, new prize pools, or we can do it at a protocol level where we're like, oh, 5% of the die prize pool goes to this thing. And those are two very sort of different things. And so I don't think we've had that discussion, but. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sounds great. Is that something that uh, governance could um, decide on? Is there any executable functions in the, the on-chain <clears throat> proposals to redirect the, the yield to a certain place? Um, once with this new thing um, this week, uh, the, the, this prize splits that I'm talking about, once that's implemented, then that would be possible. But until that's implemented, no. that's not. So as of today, that's not possible. But I, I mean, I do, I do sort of like that idea of like, you know, making everybody, um, making everybody, you know, if you, if you have a portion that goes to charity, there's sort of a sense of like, oh, even if I didn't win a prize, I sort of like won something because like my interest was used for something. I think it'd be really cool to have uh, charity pods. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Would take the pressure off of the protocol to decide uh, where the money goes. Yeah, that that actually sounds awesome because then you could be part of the main pools, but it would still be opt in to to um, give part of the prize to charity. But I guess it'll it'll only be when the pod wins, in that case, and not right. always. There's something I would like to suggest if if any unless anyone has something else to say about the charity topic. Go for it. Uh what are the chances of getting the community pool UIs a little cleaner and, and more like the the flagship? That would be a great RFP. Um we because... go, go ahead. ahead. Well, the NFT pool um, community page, like the actual pool page, is it's pretty confusing to look at, and you can't really tell exactly what the hell is going on. Yeah, so that would be the that would be a really good RFP. We're, so at Pool Together Inc., we're trying. We really are trying to um, basically not work on that anymore. Like we really like that. It's fully open source, and ideally. Like we can bring in more people from the community through grants or whatever to like work on it. The issue that we have with like Pool Together Inc. is when we're trying to maintain like app.pooltogether.com and community.pooltogether.com and builder.pooltogether.com, it is a ton of work and it really slows us down. And it really slows down us being able to ship stuff and be able to get stuff done because we have to update everything in like three different places and make sure compatibility matches and all this stuff. And so 
we really need, I, I, I think the community UI is super important, but I also think it's super important that we as Pool Together Inc. are not the only maintainers of it because it, if, we, if we have to do that, it will just slow down shipping all this other stuff that we want to get done. And so, um, uh, yeah, and so I think that, that would be actually a great thing for like, uh, like what Torgan was talking about, for like an RFP from the grants program to be like, hey, help us, help us continue to maintain this and build this into a, a better and better thing. Because I, I, I think it has a ton of potential, but it's also, um, it's also uh, it, it, yeah, it, it, but, but it's impossible for us with like the capacity we have to do like all of these different interfaces and keep them all up to date. Yeah, because unless you have like a, a direct link to the community pools, it's really hard to, to find any of them. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, Torgan just posted this. Like, really, Pedro, we should just be linking to sharing notes site for deposits. Like that sharing notes sites, in my opinion, well, right now it's it's a little out of date, I think, because slightly broken. <laughs> it's, showing, it's showing a negative one day. Well, but it but it's it's like beautiful. Like this, and this is what we need. Like we need simple stuff like this for these community pools um, that are created by the community. Uh, and this is yeah, I think this is great even though it's a little broken right now. Yeah, shared notes is awesome. He just He's just a hobbyist, right? He just does this for fun. So he's teaching himself how to, you know, get a Web3 connection, display the data. He's, he's learned all this in, just in the last few months, I think. More of, more of us should uh, take a leaf out of his book, I think. Yeah, and we're going to be uh, paying him through the grants committee, actually. So this is, this is one of the things that we love to enable um, yeah. with grants. I'm going to do a Discord announcement about this new lucky winner. Got to celebrate when it happens. Even you could deposit through share or withdraw through sharing notes. Thing. Yeah, it's it's fully functional. That's freaking awesome. Good for that. Um, Regis, whatever happened to the? Uh, coordinate idea. Is that still a thing? So I went on vacation and I just completely unplugged from everything for a week. And nice. when I got when I got back I uh had a ton to catch up on. So I just haven't haven't been able to get back to it yet, but uh it's it's still on my list. Glad you're right. able to unplug. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's something that has potential and that we should at least uh, try. Yeah, I, I wanted to have, um, I actually want to apply for a grant by like sometime next week, hopefully by, by next Friday. Yeah, sounds good. Um, maybe also you want to make a, a forum post on it where we can also get a bit more feedback. I feel like there hasn't been that much feedback from the community, but also there hasn't really been a nicely laid out thing where, where we, we've really made clear what it's about. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I had thought about it. I just wasn't sure. So I'll, I'll try to write something up uh, here in the next day or two. Another topic change? 
Yeah. Uh, I think we should talk about setting the comp reserve rate to 100% because I think that's genius. Yeah, real quick on that. So I suggested that. The reason I suggested that is because comp is a interesting market where the supply rate is 0.89%, but the but the the liquidity mining is 2.32%. So almost all the value is in that and and the reserve rate doesn't touch that. And so even if we set the reserve rate to 100%, technically that's only um like that's basically equivalent to setting it to like 25% of the total um yield. If that makes sense. <laughs> that's kind of confusing. You can see the stats here on government uh yeah, effectively, like the loot box collects so much more comp than anything else. That now that we have it set up that everyone's going to get awarded comp, they'd end up making more than they would if they won the prize. Right. And it would just bring some more comp to the protocol, which I think is good. Like, I'm definitely bullish on comp long term. I think it's good for the protocol to be accruing a lot of comp. Yeah. Could we do that for uni too? Yeah. I mean, uni's in like. And uni's in another case where it's like the yield on uni is so low for everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully that goes back up at some point. But like right now, even the comp. Yeah, but we could do it on uni too, for sure. Do you think the uni pool has any hardcore uni people in there that are really looking forward to that extra boost in uni when they win? That who? If if anyone in the uni pool is really looking forward to getting that extra uni when they win. Oh, well, it's you only, only getting the comp. Yeah, not that's a good point. That's it's only thirty two yeah. bucks per person in uni. <laughs> the prize this week. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still I think it would be a bit weird if you're in the uni pool and you only win comp when you win. That's a good point. And it's probably, honestly, it's like the difference is like to the protocol is pretty negligible. So yeah, maybe we just do it for the comp because the comp is sort of an exceptional one for a few different reasons. Um, all right, well, I'm going to have to hop off in about five minutes, but this has been a great call. Back to um, but do you want to put out there and discuss how we should fix the pool pool drip? Seems like most everyone here thinks 200 is too high and maybe 150 might be better. Yeah, I I would sort of agree with that. Um, yeah, fifty being one fifty being better. Um, I do, do we think. Wanna, like, go ahead. Do we want to take that from the die drip? Uh, yeah, it's always. I feel like what's hard is like, it, it would be nice to sort of like, come up with the with with sort of adjust things very infrequently and all at once. But that makes it hard because then it slows things down. Um, 
I guess, I guess, I guess if we're only doing 50, I would say like, let's just leave the other drips the same and address those when we were planning to more towards the end of the month. Cause we're going to need to address those anyways. And we can sort of just do it. Um, yeah. And, and also the 50, the 50 that's going to the badger pools ending really soon, I think. So that sort of makes up for it too. Two weeks maybe. Yeah. I think under C said two weeks at one point. Um, and the, that PTIP would also be adding 50 to the GUSD pool as well. Right, so it'd be 100 net. Yeah. So it wouldn't quite even out. I think I would kind of like a bit more of a founded reason for why we're increasing from 100 to 150. To me, it kind of seems just arbitrary, but if we could like if someone could make a comparison of like this is what other protocols are doing this is or this is why i think it should be 150 things like that um i think that would be nice because at the moment i don't really see a reason why it's not fine at at 100 the way it is yeah, yeah i mean i think i can make an argument for it i think i mean i think the argument is that and maybe other people have other ones but i think the argument is that like if it's a higher apr that will there's some segment of people who are currently just dumping their pool that would not dump it anymore but would actually be more incentivized to like hold it um and by doing 50 or 100 we can sort of like tweak that to see what happens like if, it, if we increase it to 50 increase it 100 like does that actually um lead to more deposits i think so i i think that's sort of the logic of it but um, and i think it's a small enough amount that being experimental in that regards, you know, not going to burn the house down. Yeah, I think if we look at it as an experiment to see if that is the effect that it has, then then I would also be supportive of it. But um, yeah, I, I think that should then be the goal of it. Because what it says in the PTIP kind of just seems arbitrary to me. Yeah. And you know what, that's a good point too. Like, we should have a section in every that's like, here's what we expect to happen. So that way, like, you know, three months later, we can be like, okay, did this actually happen? Like, I think that's a really a good point that that should be added. Like, we expect this to improve the protocol by, you know, doing XYZ in, in a way that's measurable. When would we want to reevaluate this? Would we want to line it up with the rest of the groups? I think that'd probably be too short because that would only be like three weeks, four weeks. I think we probably would want to say like more like six to eight weeks to like give it some time. You think we should do I think most weeks? of the cell pressure? Go ahead, Tana. I think most of the cell pressure is coming from the die and USDC pools, and anything we can move over to the LP. And to the pool pool, I think it's going to have a positive effect. Anything we, what do, you, what do you mean by anything we can move over? Like if we, if we cut down a little bit on the USDC and the die, um, and bump up the LP and the pool pool, I think that's going to reward those most loyal to pool. Yeah. So it would, it would give people who hold pool more pool for sure. 
I think the quite the sec this that and that's and that's helpful. I think the other question though is will it also how will it impact the the protocol, right? Because like if if because giving more giving people giving like pool pool depositors pool is helpful in distributing ownership to to and incentivizing holding, but it's not helpful in terms of like growing actual value like meaning like USDC die like getting prizes and getting getting that and so i think that's how do we expect it to impact that i think i think i think that would be like a good way to look at it is like through those two different lenses how do we expect it to impact those two things i think i think like we're all on relatively the same page from that or the holders but we also want to like track the metric to make sure that the expected outcome is that more people are holding it Right. And since we're talking about this, do you think we should pivot to uh, the lack of voters in the pool pool and potential ways to incentivize people to participate in governance? Oh, we're going to leave that elephant alone. I'm sorry, what did you say, Talisky? I thought we were going to leave that elephant alone. Just let him sit in the corner <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I I I might have a little bit of a weird view. Like, I'm not I'm actually not concerned. Uh, I I think like we, if you compare us to Uniswap or Compound or other protocols, we have more voters than they do. And I don't think I think voting is a super important community participation way to participate in the community, but it's not the only way. And a lot of people who have like invested the most money in the protocol don't vote at all. And I think that's I think that's actually fine. Like, there's people who have spent millions of dollars buying pool tokens, and they don't vote. And I don't see that as a bad thing. I just see that as like they're just participating through a different mindset. Like some people are participating through being active in governance. Some people are participating through buying a bunch of tokens. Some people are participating through both. Um, but if you compare us to other protocols, we're we're actually better than. Um, yeah, at least, at least like Compact and Uniswap, and I haven't looked at Ave in detail, but I assume Ave too. I guess my concern is uh, the difficulty in reaching the quorum. Um. Yeah, but I guess, I guess, do you feel like we've had a problem reaching quorum? Yeah, there have been quite a few votes where we haven't vote, reached quorum in the pool pool. That's the the issue. I guess, but the but the proposals themselves have generally. I guess we had the link proposal that didn't reach quorum at all. Do we always want to reach quorum? Like maybe that's a statement in itself that we don't. Because if we always reach quorum, like effectively whatever the pool pool does is what's going to happen. Yeah, the the pool pool does have a lot of leverage on the votes. I think usually it's like twenty yeah. to thirty percent that vote. So effectively, that means everyone that votes in the pool pool gets like three to four times the voting power that they should have. Um, which so far hasn't been a problem, but if there's some very contentious vote, then it could be one. So we definitely don't want a lower quorum. I think. Um, but we have had trouble reaching quorum in the pool pool a couple times. 
So yeah, I think it's it's a question of how can we get those people that are in the pool pool to vote more. And I think just letting people know that they can vote at all has been a big thing, um, yeah. which now is also integrated into the app. So that's a great step there. Um, but maybe there's more that we can do. Yeah, I was basing that on solely like anecdotal. I don't, I don't have any actual data on <clears throat> out of how many um, proposals we've reached quorum or whatever. So that was just my perception. Um, well, I, I need to hop off. I, I feel like there's definitely more to talk about there to loop back on the GUSD pool pool. I think, I think there's strong consensus to do something there for sure. So, um, I think it's reasonable to, to get a proposal up for that next week, early next week. Um, just get, I think just, we just need to get a little more aligned on, um, on exactly what we want those parameters to be. But, uh, but I'm definitely in favor of doing something, and and maybe we can even work into it a couple other small changes. Like, I w I was suggesting we should we should put a reserve rate on the sushi pool, assuming we're going to add a distribution to that once the sushi rewards are done, and also adjust the comp, the comp reserve rate. So maybe we can just sort of make it into a, a bit of a housekeeping proposal to adjust a few different parameters to sort of optimize the the tokenomics. Yeah, no, I like the sound of that. If if there's little things that everybody's in agreement with, why not just wrap it all in one that we don't have to spend? Yeah. Uh, what was the discussed reserve rate for sushi? Ten. I think I had I had thrown out twenty five percent because that's like. Simil that's basically the same as like comp and USDC or sorry, die and USDC. Like, cause the thing with sushi is like, there's no comp cause it's a different yield source. And so that would be like the same, but I'd be open to 10. I'd be open to 20, 25. Uh, pull up code. I I've been instructed that the pull up code is swim team. All right. Um, all right. Well, I got to run. This has been a good call, though. Really good. I appreciate everyone's input and time. Um, so yeah, let's just uh, yeah, let's let's get the let's get the proposal going on the pool pool, the GOSD, and maybe it, it, does everyone feel good about putting a reserve rate on sushi and comp in there too? Yeah, sounds good. That will align that align those with uh, all the other pills. Yeah, I'm good with that. Awesome. Keeps things consistent so people, you know, know what to expect when they join pools. Like every pool has a reserve, should be kind of the default. Yep. Co-op code was swim team, in case anybody missed it. Um, All right. Oh. I'll drop a comment in the uh, the P tip a little later tonight on what we talked about here. Cool. 
All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks you see too. You guys. Have a good one. Don't you have like a party coming up, Layton? Uh, I had my bachelor party last weekend, and I have a wedding. I'm getting married at the end of this month. So, um, the yeah, the end of this month and like the first week and a half of August, I'm going to be taking time off. But um, yeah, I'll talk more about that as we get closer. Congrats, bud. Yeah, congrats. That's awesome. Enjoy. I appreciate it. Have you found the best wedding DJ of New York yet? <laughs> you know, I really did get. I, I found a wedding DJ. I'll, I'll, I should post who I got. I can. I can show you guys the website. I, I think he's pretty cool. Um, but you know that tweet I sent out. I thought I'd get a lot of like good recommendations, and I really didn't get any. <laughs> People were like, "Wait a second, this isn't related to crypto." What is yeah, this? I, everyone just was like trolling, like giving me bad like joke responses. But I'll um. Let me let me find it right now. I'll post it in. I guess I'll post it in random. Who the DJ is? Because he has some mixes on his website, but I think it's pretty sweet. Um. All right. Well, I'll catch you guys later. Yep. See ya. Bye bye. I just saw sharing notes NFT page. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really nice. That's amazing. Because, I mean, like, like I'm, uh, Jay Cole said, like, he's just doing this for fun and it, it looks cool. It's all set up. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I can uh, get Polygon pods set up with him as well then we can have uh, pods over there it should be pretty easy actually um from a technical point of view so he has a pod builder sharing notes does yeah yeah he does it's all there jeez man I did not dig deep enough into this. This is so cool. Yeah. The pods UI, there isn't a generic one yet. That'll be coming soon. Um, but if you make a pod through his pod builder, you can just tell him and he'll, he'll set up a site for you where you can uh, deposit just like the... Um, what's it called? Uh, ETH Finance pod. ETH Finance Pod is huge, by the way. It's like over 100k last I checked. Yeah, it only took them like, what, two weeks to get there? Yeah, it's huge success. That's amazing. Yeah, so it would be awesome if we could get a couple different communities as well to, to replicate the same thing. Because I'm pretty sure those are all people that never would have deposited into Pool Together if it wasn't into that pod. Um, just because they feel as like part of a community and they're that they're doing something together with people that they feel connected with, I think that's really powerful. Yeah, and if that pot ever wins, that that whole freaking subreddit is going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I need to get some grocery shopping done. See you, man. All right, see, see you. Have a nice weekend.
as well. Peace out.